The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. What's up, Hollow Cult? It's Wednesday. Welcome We're to the back. night shift. Just like that, we are back. Hope everybody's having a good week. Uh, we are starting to thaw out here in the wonderful Midwest. And it's disgusting. Oh, there's, yeah. It went from uh, the Ice Age to Waterworld immediately. <laughs> it's definitely Waterworld. Yeah. Not that fun. But... Hope everybody is uh, doing well. This just slaying this work week, and uh, you know how it is. Everybody's doing good. Everybody is doing well, living their best lives. Yeah, as of right now, this is my last week before I go back to the real world. Womp womp it sucks. Womp. Not looking forward to that. Yeah, that is. Not sounding kind like a fun time. No, kind of a downer. <laughs> but I'm not here. I'm not here to let it beat me. No. No. That's the that's the spirit. Yeah. It's not gonna beat that's me. Attitude. It's not gonna beat me. Hmm. So what kind of weirdness do we have going on, everyone? I had a strange encounter at the gas station. Yes. Which was more of probably a mental health thing than it was paranormal, but still very odd for me. So I was at Casey's, right? Uh, shout out to Casey's Midwest. And this guy rides up to me on this bicycle. He's probably 60. And I'm just minding my business, pumping my gas, right? And he goes, what's Jerseyville's problem with railroads? I'm like, I don't know. No, there was one. And then he goes, <laughs> he goes, I'm 13 years old. I said, that definitely does not track. Cause he looked like he was about 60. And he said, I worked in the railroad in Germany for 13 years. 
And I said, that math also does not line up. Not at all. And he says there's 400 workers that work for the railroad that live in Jerseyville. And I said, oh, I, however, am not one of them. Same. Then he points at a cell tower and says that is the railroad tower right over there. So there should be a railroad that runs through here. And I said, you're correct. You are 100% right. I mean, we do technically have a railroad that goes through town. Yeah, that's the kicker. (laughs) That's the kicker. Okay, I was was wondering if I was lost or... He hops on his bike and leaves and then comes back and gets off his bike. And he says, I have something to show you. And then he starts reaching around the back of his coat. And I was like, this is it. Here we go. End of the line, baby. This is it. Finally. And pulls out his wallet and shows me his driver's license. Says, this is a federal railroad operator ID. So I believe you, dog. I get it. Then he rode away. So that's my life in a nutshell. Wherever you're at, railroad, railroad guy, I hope you're out of the wet and the cold. Because it sucks. And what's weird is since you told me that story, I've seen a whole lot of dudes on bicycles here lately in town. Probably work for the railroad. Weird. The one guy, I swear, he stood on the side of the road all day long. And I'm talking from 8, 10 in the morning until 1.30 in the afternoon. (laughs) Because drop gauge off, go get me some breakfast, see a dude standing there. I'm like, okay, maybe that's the dude. We come back through town later because I have to go pick him up now. But me and Maeve are going to hit Walmart first, and he's still there. I thought he brought the apocalypse because as soon as I started driving home, this fog rolled in, like hellacious fog. I said, damn. It is a pretty gnarly one out there. Um, What else? I also did while I was getting breakfast, though. I almost took a picture of it, and I totally should have because it would have been one for definitely Discord. Because I don't think that I would have the, I don't think that I should post it online. Although it didn't include a face, so I probably could have. However, I'm in line getting ready to get my breakfast sandwich. I look over into the other drive-through, and there's a little homie. He's probably 15, 14, maybe. I'm saying 16 tops on a little bit of electric moped. Let's go. Like the like the bare bone ones, right? Like it's just got a stick, enough room to sit down, and you're zipping around. But what he's wearing is very interesting. He's wearing a gnar ass <laughs> varsity style jacket. Sick. But it's of the Freemasons. Oh. With a giant like Illuminati eye right in the middle of it. And it says say Hollow Sky on it? No, what it say? Sure. It said like third degree of light or something like that, and then it has brotherhood off to the side. Like it Let's was pretty go. legit. Let's go. That'd be sick if it was injured cold. Probably but, was. Uh I could not make out the cryptic message he was sending me if it was. That I do yeah, do Freemasons have varsity jackets? Do they, they like, do now advertise that? 
They do now. That's solid. That is solid. I'm trying to think of what other weird stuff. I had a couple things that I was going to talk about. Uh, you had yeah. personal experiences, conversation oh, yeah. with my daughter. Yeah, that one's then, weird. And then I had a personal experience that I might My personal might experience share. isn't that crazy, but kind of creepy. But let's talk about let's talk about your daughter here. Little one. So uh, we all had to get together at Kyle's house this past Saturday, right? So, like, um, there's, what, four or five families there, your little kids running around everything. We're just hanging out, having some food, playing some games. Everybody's kind of making their way through the food line, and I'm just sitting in Kyle's living room in the recliner. Sarah's standing over the side of me, and uh, Kyle's daughter's there playing with some other little kids at the uh, this big dollhouse. She comes over to me, and she goes, I got to tell you something. I'm like, all right, let's hear it. She goes, there is a monster that knocks on my air vent. And I said, yeah? She goes, yeah. Just three knocks. I'm like, all right. She goes, it tries to get me to crawl in there. That's I'm gross. Like, well, A, don't. Don't do it because no. And he's like, yeah, it tries to show me how to crawl down in there. I was like, Maeve, please do not crawl in the air vent. Do not follow any clowns, any uh, aliens, nothing. Stay away from the vents. Yes. Stay away. Because she was explaining to me, and I look at Sarah, and I'm like, you're hearing this, right? Like, <laughs> the little one's got a vivid imagination. I would I would agree with that statement. She she is, when she came out of her shell. She likes to spin a web once in a while. To the moon. But it was creepy enough that I just kind of kept it tucked away to talk about it. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Her. I don't know that I necessarily believe that, but because she... As an example, today we're walking through Walmart and she is talking to me, but also talking to herself. And she's just going, Dad, it's so much fun being rich. And I go, Excuse me. She goes, I'm rich. We're rich. She's not wrong. And I'm like, What planet do you live on? <laughs> And the whole time we were in Walmart, she was just going on and on about how rich she was. And I'm pretty sure it was because she was wearing a necklace. And she equates wearing her gold necklace to being rich. Yeah. Rappers do it. That's that Exactly. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a chicken monster in the vent. That's gross. So, yeah. But I'm not, I'm not going to be that afraid of a chicken monster. No. Kind of took the edge off when she said it was a chicken monster. <laughs> but... She's funny because, like, the first, what was it, probably, like, three years of her life, super shy. Oh, yeah. Just in this shell. Like, she wouldn't talk. was just, and then one day, it was just off to the races. Just everything was interesting. Everything needed to be talked about, and it was just. Yep, yep. that's her. She's still rolling. Still rolling. Yep. She goes hard in the paint, man. Cracks me up. She's, she's something else. Cracks me up. Uh, I'll just uh, my my personal experience really isn't that weird, but it was kind of weird. If that makes sense, right? Yeah. So I was laying in bed. It was it may have been right after last night shift actually, and I snore terribly. Sarah can attest. And whenever I do, she usually like pushes me or wakes me up. But I kept 
I don't know if I was dreaming. I kept waking up. I don't know if I was waking up in real life or in a dream, but uh, whenever she would wake me up, it felt like a bunch of like needles, like pushing against my skin, like not just her hand. It was like a weird like feeling. It happened like four times. I felt it on my side, on my thigh, on the side of my neck and on my side again. And then when I woke up the next day, I had this terrible pain inside of my neck. Same spot. I'm like, this is weird. No, like, visible marks or anything. But just strange. Yeah. Normally, when she's, like, karate chopping me awake, it's definite karate chop, not needle hands. Not needles of doom. Yes. So, strange. So, you probably got implants all over. Good. Uh, Not so much, Twiz. It was, it felt... I don't know how to explain it. It was, it was definitely had like a rect. It felt like a rectangle shape of spaced apart needles. Like it wasn't like a single pinch pain. It was like pushing against my skin. So it wasn't like piercing my skin, but it was pushing against it. That's gross. Yeah. It's weird. Strange. It's disgusting. But I don't like that. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent sure I'm not getting enough oxygen. <laughs> hundred percent absolutely not you can tell by the bags under my eyes my sleep is not the best i think we're all kind of to that point to varying degrees uh colleen no there were no marks just just an odd pinch in like the side of my neck where i i'm assuming i felt it because that was the first thing i attributed to i was like damn probably Got implanted. The counter cult does have a solution there. I think it's going to yeah. make you forget about everything. Yeah, that's the... You take enough Benadryl, you don't have to worry about getting oxygen in your sleep. Same with enough whiskey. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Bernie, you they keep telling me I am ready for the Vader sleep mask, but I don't want to go and do the sleep test, so... Nah. I did hear that there's going to be a uptick in succubus and incubi activity in the future. Oh. Yeah. That's something to do with the uh, robots that they're making, like, as boyfriend and girlfriends. That's This is taking a lot of turns. Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. I've seen a lot of weird shit the past couple of days. Yeah. That's... I also saw that the... Shadow Gov, if you will, kind of got a little bit of light thrown on its face the other day. Maybe mm. today, yesterday. Mm. Did you hear about that? The, who would it be? I don't know. I'm not very good with names, nor politicians. However. They're all terrible. I think it's Carrie Lake from Arizona. They, they sent someone to her to bribe her to step down. And she's like, well, if they're doing this, why don't you just, like, go public with this? And the dude's like, no, absolutely not. If I do that, I'm going to go start my car one day, and it's going to go. I did not so it's pretty, that. pretty interesting that the face gets shown a little bit. Because I'm sure a lot of people are going to say and think that that's satire. 
but we know that it's not. And if I remember correctly, he, at least the way that he made it sound when he was explaining this to her is that corporations are behind this because they were like, we can make, you know, just disappear for a couple of years. We can get you a job way up in a corporation somewhere. It's going to be great. You know, blah, 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 blah. I, uh, yeah, we know that political America, well, politics, period, corporate America, entertainment America are all just the cut from the same cloth and not good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's just, it's just such a weird time that in the past several years, all these different angles have like had light shown on them that we, that like it, those are usually talked about amongst our communities. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like actually starting to come out and it's just very bizarre to have your suspicions, your insider knowledge kind of verified. I think I would say in the last 10 years, but probably in the last 20 years, I think nine 11 probably got the ball rolling on that. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised. It's just, I don't know. It's just a, it's just a weird world. If you think about everything that's going on, it's just so fucking bizarre. You know, like they were talking, I was listening to a climate change thing the other day and they were talking about the uh, polarities starting to shift. And they said they wondered if that's why so many people are acting out of their minds because the polarities are shifting and it's been scientifically done that if they put magnets around people's brains, it can alter. I don't know if it, it, and I'm sure what happened was they did this with expected outcomes. So they, they kind of pre-planned the questionnaire here, but it altered their beliefs in God. It made them less likely to believe that there was a God by putting magnets around their brain. The the magnets somehow mess with the chemistry of their brain where they're like, okay, I, I don't really believe in God anymore. Hmm. <laughs> Thank God I've got no brains. <laughs> That's, I mean, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> I mean, the human brain is so, it's so intricate and probably unmapped to the point, like, we don't even understand, and unfortunately flawed as well, that whether we want to believe it or not, like, we're very easy to manipulate. Oh, absolutely. Exceptionally easy. Absolutely. And there are tons of people that will take advantage of that over and over and over again. People in your everyday life, people up the chain of command of your work. Tenfold. All over the place. Tenfold, yeah. And I like the God helmet and Hellier. <laughs> Hellier has been like talking about not change the subject, but wrapping it back around. Hellier has been popping up constantly 
in my feed of lately. And I don't think it's, I don't think they have anything really popping off anymore, but uh, it's almost to the point to where I want, I'm wanting to go back and watch that first season over again. How come? I don't know. I just, I felt a certain kind of way when I watched it. And now that I've kind of sit and processed it and watched some of the other stuff they put out, I almost want to go back and revisit it to see if it still has that same, like, I don't know, aura about it. You know, I really like, I feel that I feel that I, I dig where they got into the injured cold stuff. I dig where they got into the, the keel stuff. I think I need to go sit, take some time and start rewatching it a little bit. It's funny you say that because that's exactly how I'm feeling with my current episode. So I started getting into some of his, uh, uh, much love brother, John. I started getting into some of his dialogue, his transcripts with these supposed beings and dial like transcripts suck. It's just like reading a text message, right? You can't, you cannot feel and hear the emotion behind the voice. Uh, Furthermore, what makes it even more difficult is the fact that he doesn't speak English. So they have to translate it from German to English. I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about German. If things can get lost or, you know what I'm saying? Like, Things sound they speak differently than we yeah. do, right? Um, the guy at Casey's could help you because he worked on the railroad for 13 years. There. That is weird. That is weird. But like, so I'm reading this the massive transcript that's supposed to be about uh in the future AI dominates humanity. And so I'm trying to read through that in the beginning, and I, I hate to say this, but man, in the beginning it is nothing dog shit <laughs> you'll have i'm serious like it i've and now keep in mind i don't know the dude i've never talked to him uh this is like 838 communications in with these supposed entities so i don't know the quote-unquote relationship there but dude it is fucking mind-numbing Cause you, you're reading it and like, he's giving his political take on America and these other countries. Like he's calling, I forget who it was, somebody like a fascist, this, that, and you know, like given his political affiliate, like it just feels very set up to be honest with you. And like the entities are talking to him and he'll just cut them off. <laughs> Like they'll be mid sentence and he cuts in with an interjection with more political rhetoric. And I'm kind of like, that makes me have this mass distrust. Yeah. Like he's pushing for these narrative. dialogues. Yeah. yeah. Like you're like, you are literally spinning stories. Now, mind you, somehow his predictions have come true. So I can't fucking explain that. Which I but, mean, the interaction he has with the, uh, entities could very well be 100% real, but that, as we know, that is not going to keep somebody from pushing their, pushing their beliefs and shit. Right. He could out. definitely, even if he's not having that exact conversation, he might spin it to impress his following. Cause he did like start some type of fucking cult type deal, like some religion 
So maybe maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe he's trying to push an overall narrative, even though he's but it just made like it made you just feel gross about it. Like you're like, really? Yeah. Sometimes you go into stuff and you just don't like you don't want to hear it. You know that's what I mean? all that's like, all it is. Like I don't I don't I don't need to like why the fuck are you guys having in-depth uh conversations about how Zelensky spends his fucking money? <laughs> Is that relevant in the fact that you're talking to off-world entities, whether that's extraterrestrial or interdimensional or whatever? Yeah. Aliens wouldn't give two shits about politics on Earth. That's what I'm saying, and it kind of puts a mass, just yeah. gross it, taste in your mouth. It takes you, it like me, personally, if I'm into a subject, I'm writing on it, like especially if I'm in the paranormal realm, like I'm deep in it. Yeah. Once it starts going that direction, I'm just like, whatever, bro. It completely annihilates you. Like, I'm not here to hear it. That's where I'm at. Like, I'm going to try to read the rest of the transcript and see if anything worthwhile. And I might, if I do decide to write an episode based upon these transcripts, I'll even include some of this shit so people can understand where I'm coming from. Where there's just this this rhetoric that doesn't need to be involved (laughs) in a conversation about the pot the the future of humanity unless unless he has this rapport with them like you and me have like where we just bullshit because i'm yeah. definitely not going to read 800 other transcripts uh, to yeah, figure out off. to figure out the friendship and connection between him and these other i'm not doing that yeah it's like sitting at hardy's and sending two old dudes talk about sunday morning politics exactly that's 100 uh, percent what it would be like <laughs> Yeah, that's like I'm. I'm. I don't give a shit. No, that's where I'm at. What what entities you're talking to? I don't like. I don't care about how you feel about things. Yeah, uh, yeah. That may be that may be crass, but that's the truth. Save it. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) and it's one thing if like I'm trying to have that conversation. That's fine. We can talk about the pieces of shit of the world. That's great. But I'm here for, I mean, I'm sorry, but when you title a transcript a specific way, AI dominates mankind. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to read about the yeah. future prediction in this regard, not about what Zelensky's doing. It's a click, or, it's a click or, Yeah, 100%. And it just makes you... It, I, I, now I understand why this name, this man that I'll present to everybody here soon, why he's so polarizing in the UFO community. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it totally takes me out of it. Uh, I do. I did see that Virgil uh, called to check in. Uh, Colleen, tell Virgil we said, hey, if he's still on the phone, have some safe travels out there in Vegas. For sure. Make good choices. <laughs> it um, is Vegas. It is Vegas. I saw somebody ask a question in here. Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? I saw somebody ask about the jellyfish. Yeah, the jellyfish UAPs. Yeah. UFOs. UFOs. Stephen Kyle. Hmm. That's a great name. Great name, my friend. Weird. That's weird. Uh we talked about it a little bit the uh the week that it dropped, what was that? Two week two weeks ago? 
Uh, it's weird. I don't know. I'm not sure what to think of it. The more I keep looking into it, the stranger it gets. People have done breakdowns where like they'll slow motion and uh, zoom in on the videos. And it almost it almost looks like a humanoid inside that thing controlling it. It's bizarre. That's it weird. is bizarre. I just I think there's something inevitable coming. Personally, I feel like all this shit is just running rampant. Yeah, there. Even I, they're priming us. I think they they will release this stuff. Like that was on TMZ. Like that is a major yeah. media tabloid that tons of people look to just to get celebrity gossip, and they posted what could be. A UFO or a uh, uh, organism that we did not know existed on the planet might. I mean, it might just have been here visiting. It may have lived here before. I don't know. But that was that was like a legitimate thing that was on there. Not what's going on with Kanye West. Not what's going on like in Hollywood. Legitimate UFO or unknown entity, which is. I don't know. It makes you question everything. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. Oh, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. I just feel like something inevitable is coming, man. Like, I just, I really do. There's too much weird shit going on. Do you... and, and there's too many people out of their fucking minds anymore. Like the, the way people act does not make sense at all. Rationality has just gone way the fuck. It's gone. It took a left turn and then jumped off the cliff. <laughs> do you think, um, okay. Scenario. Do you think whatever's coming down the pipe is being, is being released to us? from the earth powers that be from, from like the world governments, like they're in control of how this disclosure is coming. Or do you think something is coming regardless and they're trying to prime us? I think something's coming regardless and they're trying to prime us. I think whatever, because we've heard, we've heard stories. We've, we've researched stories where the governments of the world have made little packs with these things, with entities throughout time. And we even, I think we presented and read about how in some of them they fucked around and pissed some of them off. Oh yeah. So I think that has a lot more to do with it. Could, could there, could there be a, a change in the agreement now? I think that's like, more oh, so right where we're at. We probably, we probably didn't hold up our end of the bargain the way we were supposed to. And that's what I'm thinking. And dude, I don't know. My brain goes in so many directions. If, if that is the case, then these things are going to be like, Hey, it's it. This is going to happen regardless. Yeah. Or I've I've seen stuff where they say the Sumerian gods are coming back, oh, which is the Anunnaki. People would not be ready for that. No. No. Because you, where there's, I know folklore and storytelling has been around since man could 
think with his brain. But most of the time where there's smoke, there's fire. So these, you would think these folklores came from somewhere. And these and entities they were seeing came from somewhere. That's I, yeah, I'm in the same boat. And as far as like the disclosure thing goes here, here's my other, this is, this is for everybody. Oh, the naysayers. If it is disinformation, if this is a smoke screen that they're putting out there, what in all hell are they trying to smoke screen us from? Because this is the most disclosure the world has ever fucking seen as far as UFOs, interdimensional, like they're going all the fuck in. Like this is the stuff that you would, you would see back in the day on Reddit or in 4chan or these, these, these servers pushed off into the shadows. Now it's fucking mainstream news. So how bad is something out there in the world that they're trying to cover up at that point? Did you ever, you'd have to, to, it has to be so far off the fucking rails that they're like, we have to convince the entire planet that aliens exist. Did you ever, even, even within the last two or three years, think that you would see members of our upper government publicly say the words interdimensional? Never. Ever. In a press conference. Ever, ever, ever. Never. <laughs> Not in a million years. No fucking way. Because, like I talked about... I figured, I figured the rest of our lives would be no different than when we started this podcast. Because I throw that term around a lot. We talked about that. When that was said multiple times, and semi-avoided... Like, that gave me goosebumps. I do not, my brain cannot fathom the consequences of something being interdimensional. My, I, my existence is very one dimension, this dimension. The, the fact that there, like, nothing, nothing about how we live right now could, could even get us to prepare to make sense of what is in a different dimension. Physics could be completely different. A, uh, life forms completely different. Like, yeah, if if this were to crack open and open up, I don't think most people would be able to process it. It would be an an absolute disaster. I think. I mean, speaking for myself here, <laughs> I don't think it changes the way I view the world at all. Personally, not. Not people in in this circle. I think people in this circle are still going to lose their fucking minds if they find out interdimensional beings are real. I, on the other hand, work in this weird, mysterious way where my brain goes, okay, we done known that. And B, rationally, unless it gets explained otherwise to me, okay, so you're here to tell me that legitimately something could be in this room right now staring at me, yada, 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 yada. However, that means that it's been this way my entire life and nothing has happened to me at this point. So I'm just going to continue walking down the road, not really giving a shit. Well, I think, I feel like, dude, I don't even know. I feel like it could be so much, like we can't even fathom what is happening in another dimension 
The oh, thing could crack yeah. open and and like our dead loved ones could walk out fully. Okay, see that's fully where alive. that's where the the chessboard gets changed there. That, that that's and, where it and that's changes. a possibility. Oh, absolutely. Because I'm I'm saying like if if all you're gonna tell me is that interdimensional beings are real, I'm gonna go okay, whatever. But if something has happened, the agreement has changed. They accidentally fucked around and opened a portal with CERN. Whatever. A bunch of Satanists open a portal. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Whatever, whatever it is, right? It doesn't matter. But if if that changes the chessboard to where now these things have free reign to come into our dimension. Okay, well then that changes changes it up a little bit. Yeah. We I hopefully mean, I have the, the things on my person that can deal with those things. I'm probably not, but <laughs> that would happen. And they're like, your physics are broken. I'd be like, well, you can still get this smoke, <laughs> but that's like, Son, you, catch you, hear, hands. you hear of like sh- string theory and multiverse theory where everything is happening all the time, infinitely forever. So there, there are dimensions that like, people that we love that we lost are still existing. Well, yeah. And then you'd have doppelganger syndrome. Think of how you, much you would have, fractured, you'd have just chaos fractured people's minds, right? Hey, hollow cult, the weather's getting nice. And you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season. And the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis boots. When you're out hunting the dog man or stalking chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, regular leather boots. They they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair of legitimate snakeskin Hollow Sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Say somebody you love just passed away and you just watched them get put in the ground. You get home 
and they're back home. People would not be able to process that. No, and then you're flesh, blood, real. You're not existing. even jumping off the rails. No, you're you're staying on like a a realistic scenario. My brain is like, well, we got Stranger Things creatures fucking getting ready to jump, jump ship and jump into our dimension. Oh yeah, start that, creating chaos. That's even like less of a concern to me because if that happens, like nine times out of ten, there ain't gonna be nothing we can do about it. If they come in hungry, I hope they eat me fast. That's true. But if it's like actual humans from just another timeline or another dimension that wherever the fracture is, they just come in like every, how do you know, like where, where, what separates the line at that point? People that are gone or back people that are like, cause that could even, that could work both ways, you know? Oh yeah. There could be a dimension that where, where we're both not don't stopped existing years ago. Yeah. Well, and in, inevitably there's dimensions where we're giant pieces of shit. Yeah. Bad people. There's dimensions where we're, we have a dual presidency over the cosmos. That is also true. <laughs> That's not a bad future. No. I'm trying to keep up. We we went hard in the paint there for about like five minutes, and so I'm trying to keep up with the chat. <laughs> nah, you just let them do the thing. They're all saying we're going hard, and well, I think they all have the same mentality I do. You can come get the smoke. Yeah, at that point, I mean, either 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 you're going to be cool or you're not. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's and that's cool. that's my motto for everything. Be cool or people don't. on this planet, aliens. I don't give a shit if an alien can find a way to have a conversation with me where I don't lose my shit. And he's like, Hey dude, I'm cool. And I'm like, all right, we'll see how this goes. I think that I could be okay with it, but you can't just be a gray alien and pop into my room and then want to hang out because then I'm going to freak out. (laughs) You have to find a way to bridge the gap, so to speak. Think about what if it comes in with the whole uh, Bill Cipher attitude? As soon as it gets through here, it's like, hey, I'm gonna rearrange all the holes in your face, and then you're everything just morphs on your human. And well, you're that like, sucks. Okay, now what am I supposed to do? Yeah, that sucks. You're talking out of your nose hole and shit. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know what's gonna happen at that point. Well, that's when you just call in the perp squad and we do what we gotta perp do. Squad. <laughs> Oh, I need to create a band. There's a hundred. There was a hundred in the chat. What? Know, that's weird. Uh, before I open the lines here, I'll tell you guys what happened to me the other night. Did all the holes in your face get rearranged? No. Because they're back to normal now. Yeah, so if it did happen, it wasn't that bad. For the record. But as we were talking, we don't see our faces the way other people see our faces. Me, me looking at you, sure. your face holes are arranged the way they sh- the way I think they should be. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of my causalities as to why we're living in a simulation. We'll go into it. We'll go into that one day. I'll have to remember all of it. But that is a reason why I feel like we could be living in a simulation. But the other night, I was going to... I loosely brought it up last week, but I was like, eh, I'll run it by Steve first, see what he thinks. Because whereas I love listening to all your stories, and I without a doubt believe 
all of your stories. I always don't believe myself, if that makes sense. Like, I always have this section of doubt where I'm like, no, that totally, yeah, that totally didn't happen. You go back to sleep, dummy. And and you always wonder, you always wonder if you, especially late at night, because a lot of things can happen late at night. Your brain fires in weird ways. It's shutting down. You're, you're, you're staying up, yada, yada, yada. Just tons of things can happen. Anyways. So I'm laying there trying to go to sleep. Unfortunately, I'm just kind of punched myself there with that because I wasn't tired at all. I was just, I was trying to get comfortable. Oh, I totally know what you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did we talk about this? Yeah, we totally did. I was trying to get comfortable. And I think I was laying, I was either laying on my left side or on my back. And I have a nightstand right next to my bed. And I heard like a tapping noise. I couldn't even describe to you what it would have been tapping on. But I heard it enough to where I'm like, what the fuck? And so I, I rolled over to look at my nightstand. I got a nightstand and there's probably, I don't know, a three foot walkway. Then it hits my wall. So there's literally nothing over there on my side of the bed other than my nightstand. And I look over there, it's dark in the room. There's no lights. We have a little, very dim night light for the bathroom off our bedroom. But that's just in case, you know, one of us has to get up, whatever. And it doesn't cast much light at all. And I notice on the wall, what would, I guess I could present to you, it would be on the wall. However, it might not have been on the wall, but it was a pair of eyes looking at me in a context that I've, I, it's hard for me to process the context in which I saw this. So it, it was a gentle tapping. It wasn't like aggressive or anything like that uh, for the question that I noticed right now. But uh, the imagine one of those, like they call it stippling paintings or something where they just, it's a bunch of dots and they'll make artwork out of that. So imagine that for the eyes and it has a very bluish green tone. And all you see is this section. So literally like the eyes from side of face over to this side of face and then maybe drop down to very very little of the bridge of the nose similar to that. Steve showed me that. And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's pretty similar to that makeup. It was the closest thing I thought of whenever he was talking about it. So yeah, essentially you can picture that and that's all I saw. However, it wasn't normal people size. Like it wasn't the width of me and Steve's head for, I mean, I know this gives shit context, but I mean, it was, I have a pretty wide head. It's probably this wide. So good two feet wide. And that would be the overall image that I saw. Split second wasn't long at all. I had no fear at all whatsoever. I mean, literally all I did was go, what the fuck? 
sat there for a second and then I just kind of was like, I mean, how do you, how do you process that? This is, I just made a connection. I know she's not in here tonight. JJ, JJ Rose, we were uh, talking on her live and she had some weird stuff going on that feels very, very similar to this. Really? Yes. Very similar. It's weird. I don't, I, I have no. Like something was checking in. Oh, yeah. hundred. Yeah, it was definitely, I mean, it was looking right the fuck at me. There was no getting around that. But I have no context of what it could be, what it would mean. What, is it just my brain firing in a dumb way? I don't know. I don't, I mean, odds are no, but it's always a possibility. I don't I know. Think... I don't, I don't even know what would have <laughs> caused it. I don't, I have no fucking clue at all. At this point in our journey where um, considering the things we've looked into, the things we've kind of butted heads with, the things we've dabbled in, I'm going to say we can pretty much just put the brain firing thing over here on the shelf at this point. Because I feel like the weird things we experience usually have a causation and a purpose that we experience them. Most likely. You know what I mean? But a lot of times our brains have this, whether it's justified or not, but they have an ability to at least form a cause as to what may have happened to provoke said situation. However, in this case, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, look at that. Maybe I was looking at you. Did you stab me with a needle, with a bunch of needles? I mean, anything's possible. Hmm. I don't. I don't know what I do when you. I sleep. Maybe I. Maybe I slept walk all the way to your house and stabbed you, and then to get back at me, you slept I walk went, all the way to my house and you peeked in. Or no, was, you sleep paralysis. That's the beginning of remote viewing. Yeah, that's why uh, all of the eyes look like dots because I was trying to re needle you. Valid point. Solved. Valid point. Solved. It is creepy. Um, I think. I feel like we should probably bring uh, JJ on for an interview. We can. Because I don't have a problem if, with that. If we get to the point where we bring it, if everybody's open to speak on it, I think it could make for a very interesting uh, turn of events. I want to like mark mark that, remember that experience, because I feel like it has a lot to do with where we're I don't think I'm going to be forgetting right. it anytime soon. <laughs> also, if you're in here, Hit the like button. There's 90 of you in here. Hit the like button. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the bell. You know, do some YouTube stuff. If you're in the Facebook, welcome. Hit the hit some emojis. Like, look at that. Somebody's got a laugh emoji already. Because we're that funny. Mm, it's debatable. Yeah. We think we're funny. Eh, that's also debatable. True. Not wrong. But also not right. <laughs> we make ourselves laugh and that's all that matters yes yes um what else we got in i do here? feel like i do feel like it was something peeking at me though yeah because i told you a little really bit do. a little bit of what jj has been experiencing yeah 
And those two line up. I didn't think about. Oh yeah, that's gross. I didn't think me. about that either. And she attributes it to some old friends of ours. We should have that conversation. Then that would be a good one. Yeah, I really do. And it's I weird. Really it's also really fucking weird. Like a lot of times versus where we were in the beginning to where we are now, I fear a lot less now. Oh yeah. So fucking weird. I think Super I weird. I think there's a lot of things that uh feed into that. You know what I mean? Like Egress, for example, whenever that one still fucks with me more than like if that was an interdimensional being peeking at me. Yeah. Egress scares me more than the interdimensional that being was like, peeking at that me. That was when that went down with the podcaster that shall not be named. That uh it that felt personal. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's direct. Yeah. But I think since then, then even then, which was what, 2020? We were still fresh. Very, very small listener base. Since then, we have built up and built up. And we have so many people that are like pushing for us and sending us good vibes, sending us good thoughts, sending us like Maybe that has something to do with it. And I feel like that probably... Thickens the armor, so to yeah. speak. Yeah. I can vibe that. Oh, Jesus. Damn. Brother, are yeah. you coming in hot? Thanks, man. My wife picked these out. I have a astigmatism, and this kind of helps with the light a little bit. And my eyes are slightly off, but basically, I almost have 20-20 vision, supposedly. Unless I did the eye thing wrong, eh, I don't know. That's also possible. I feel like this is more true than than we think it is. If what's happening That's a great is that's actually a really fucking great way of putting that. Yeah, especially with really some of the things that have coming been coming up. Uh as your belief hole sent you here. Shout out to the belief hole boys. Yeah. That's awesome. We will send if you don't listen <laughs> to belief hole, go check, go give them a spin. Check them out. Their Next audio is Ellis. top tier yes they are responsible for our, our new intro who oh, i think it's john i can't ever remember like i'm terrible with names the audio engine engineering line but they created our intro for us so shout out to the belief holes much love much love But yeah, yeah it's, we should uh, definitely we should definitely have that conversation. I think there's more interviews coming in the future. Oh yeah, we do have one. We got one lined up for Saturday. It's gonna be a, gonna be a banger. I think it's gonna be pretty cool. Yeah, I feel like we can talk about it because it's gonna drop Monday. So, uh, Nicholas, what's his last name? I can't. Bruno. Yeah. I think. Um, we are interviewing him Saturday if everything goes that. to plan. Uh, he is a surreal artist that. Uh, Clearly makes surreal art, but his uh, concepts come from things he experiences during sleep paralysis. Uh, go check it out. It is it's fucking creepy. wild. Wow. It's on uh, TikTok, on Insta. Instagram. Go, he, I know he's got a huge following on Insta from what Kyle oh, tells yeah. me. Massive. Go over there, check it out, support him. Uh, he's going to be bopping in Saturday and we're going to have a little conversation with him. Uh, yeah. Should be, should be wild. Yeah, because there was a section of one of his videos where he, at one point in his life, he thought he was possessed by demons. Dude, like some kind of want to, I kind of want to dive into that. Yeah, some of his artwork is it's fucking weird. 
creepy. It's awesome, but it's weird. Creepy. Especially like that he's put he's putting out like what he experiences for the rest yeah. of the world to see. It's uh go go look it up. Go look it up and kind of prep yourself for the uh conversation that'll probably drop Monday. This probably. Monday, next Monday, probably this yep. Monday. Uh but yeah, he's supposed to hang out with us Saturday, so I'm stoked for that. Yeah. But yeah, cool. we're going to try to get some more interviews uh, lined in and out, uh, have some more conversations this year. Um, hopefully, yeah, I'll be right back. Going to be uh, lining up. I know we got we got multiple uh, pod brethren that want us to uh, come and hang out on their shows. We're going to try to line that up to get our schedule set up. Uh, Colleen, I believe it's Nicholas Bruno. Uh, I don't know his Instagram handle or that stuff. Kyle will probably know. Uh, whenever you whenever you find him, you'll know because it is it's it's surreal and strange. It it makes you feel a certain kind of way. It makes me like I don't enjoy my sleep paralysis. I am thankful that it doesn't happen very often. I'm also thankful that it is not one where I see whatever these entities or beings are because. Like the fear that I experience not seeing anything is enough. If I were experiencing some of the things that he's experiencing, I feel like that would just kind of be over over the uh, edge. With a sleep paralysis? Yeah. A Nicholas Bruno, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I think yep. I, th- I feel like his biggest platform is probably Insta. His TikTok uh, is... Uh, been kind of dormant for a while i'm sure he's busy uh yeah we're we're gonna set some stuff up birdie we're gonna try to clear a day out through the week to where we can hopefully uh get together uh either get people on or be able to chunk out a piece of time to where we can go on other people's shows um like I said, at the end of the year last year, we had we had quite quite a pretty good handful of shows that want to get back together or get together. Want to say be on and whatnot. Uh, yeah, there's we're another, gonna try to set that up. There's another one of our the these dudes that want to sit down and have an interview, and it is interesting. What's he? Hmm. What's he say? He is a war shaman. Oh yeah, that imprisons dark entities. I'm here for it. I am as well. I also got an anonymous post. Uh, wanted to stay anonymous. It's as anonymous as Reddit can be, telling us that we need to look into a entire pack of dogmen that exist in oh, yeah. the uh, Michigan Peninsula up there. That was their exact words, a pack of dogmen. Which for some reason, referring to them as a pack just hit me different. It's definitely a lot scarier than a single dogman. Yeah, definitely hit different. Uh, Azure, we're glad you're here. Don't worry about spamming the chat. That's what the chat's here for. It is. The chat kind of like me and Kyle kind of do our thing. The chat kind of does its thing. 
it's all just big one big weird cohesive unit that probably shouldn't work but does work the hollow phone is open now yes so letting everyone know call in and talk about some weird stuff we're good yeah we should uh should get hopefully some traction rolling in 2024 picking it up let's hope so it's gonna be let's hope so hollow sky worldwide Shout out from Southern Illinois. What's up, Brian? Hell yeah. Illinois sucks, but it's whatever. Yeah. Glad, glad you gotta you're make, here. You got to make it what it is. <laughs> For sure. For sure. I've been saving a lot of uh, things to look into, though. So there's a lot of weird shit out there. Been seeing people kill it. My job's late, so. chaos right now, so I haven't... <laughs> I really had time to really dig. I'm, I'm low key going down this like John Keel rabbit hole. That I don't know if my brain's really ready to do that, but I'm forcing it to, I guess. <coughs> but I do have a lot of things in the pipe. I'm still working on forty and uh, forty and fifty. That we can drop them intermittently. It's going to take forever to get well, through. Yeah. <laughs> But that's kind of the point. It's a never ending. Like it just doesn't run out. So that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. Working on Arkansas right now. I'm about got one finished up. Um, Flavors of the forest. What's up? Hope you're thawing out up there in Oregon. I don't know if you guys got hit the cold oh. weather that we got. Shit. Yeah. I know what I'm going to do. I mean, I don't I hate to talk about it because I don't want anybody to beat me to the punch. Oh, uh, talk weird. in cryptic code. Oh, hang on. We got a call. We got a call. We got a caller right now. Hold the cryptic code thought. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, fellas. What's up? Hey, uh, I just wanted to like weigh in on your last <laughs> episode go. that you did. Yeah. Okay. So, well, there's like a good bit of that that's corroborated by the rusty shackleford tapes on youtube mm-hmm. and they're no they're no longer on youtube but there's a very good breakdown of them by a youtuber named zedpill i want to say okay yeah, i think it's zedpill and uh dude like okay so the shackleford tapes there's an anonymous youtuber that uh flew a drone over that island like multiple days in a row and then it culminated with him jumping in his uh in his uh little dinghy boat and 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 rowing out there and finding like uh you know uh boats and stuff at the island that weren't there beforehand and uh you know it was before the fbi raid and he even filmed the FBI raid. He 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 flew around the island while I think I saw some of that video. Yeah. Well, he also films a man who looks just like Jeffrey Epstein stepping out of a golf cart. Weird. And yeah. Um, and this is supposedly after he had killed himself. Uh yeah. Surprise, and, surprise. Uh, right, right. Um, now, do you know anything about terra firma? No, I don't. Okay. 
Okay, so terra firma was uh, a submarine. It was a Mariners Club, a submarine Mariners Club, owned by no other, no one other than Ghislaine Maxwell. And uh, Maxwell, her father, Jordan, was this huge media tycoon in uh, the UK. And he was ousted as a Mossad agent. Uh, and that's ultimate, ultimately, in my opinion, what led to his death because it was literally like a month beforehand. And then it kind of came out that he owed like something like 300000 to uh, – I can't remember who. But basically, Mossad was going to take him out. And they did so by pushing him off his yacht. Um, and, uh, and Ghislaine actually talks about it in an interview that she has before she was ever arrested. And, um, but yeah, that whole situation there was much more than just, uh, sick people on an island. It was intelligence operations through and through. And he films people there with concrete, uh, you know, like uh, basically them laying concrete into like shafts and shit like that. And what my whole idea is, is that some of that concrete filled submarine uh, docks because the island was used for uh, for submarines in World War II. And so, yeah. Uh, and the island right next to it, which is, I'm pretty sure, owned by Joe Biden, uh, was also a submarine <laughs> island out there. And... Um, so yeah, that whole situation there, it's it's much more than just sick people on an island with money. It's it's a it's a whole situation. I, and, I don't know uh, that. Yeah, and so how many people, to your knowledge, have died surrounding the Epstein case? How many people do you think has has died? Oh shit, I have no idea. Probably. Okay. Well, more than we could guess. Okay, so the official story is that the only person who's really died surrounding the Epstein case is Epstein, but we all know he's not dead, right? Or like he at least didn't kill himself. Everybody knows that, where people have assumed that he's not actually dead, right? So that's kind of like a psyop in itself, right? But then the, what people don't realize is that. While the tri trial was going on for Ghislaine, uh, somebody showed up to the to the uh, judge's house with uh, dressed as a FedEx driver, and he shot and killed her son and uh, wounded her husband in an attempt that. on her life. Okay, uh, now there's another man who owned a. Uh, modeling agency in france right and remember the french kid in your last episode yeah yep. yeah 
So his name was John Luke Burnell, and he would send Epstein all types of models, underage models, of course, you know. And uh, he also died in his jail cell the same exact way as Epstein. Uh, like to a T, the camera stopped working. Uh, guards just so happened to be fucking off somewhere and he died in his cell with a broken neck. Um, and uh, and who else was was the other guy? But yeah, altogether, all I'm pretty sure there's like four people who have died in direct relationship to the case. Uh, and that would be including Epstein if, if, we, if we include him. So it's like, it's much bigger. And there's, yeah, we'll never see 100%. most of these people go to prison. No. Like we, because it's not up to the U.S. Judiciary Committee, basically, like it's not our jurisdiction to be completely honest. Like there's several intelligence agencies and we're not going to fucking fuck up our allies like being allies with the you know uh the israel and uh saudi arabia like over some pedophile shit like we're not gonna do that as much as that sucks so most of these people oh and of course you know uh prince andrew and yeah we'll never We'll never come clean on all of this. No. Uh, but yeah, uh, wild episode. I'm glad he did it. Obviously, I take a lot of interest. Um, but uh, yeah, look into the Shackleford tapes. Uh, if you haven't watched them all, they're wild. Uh, I'm pretty sure you would have to like do it on the way back machine or something uh, nowadays. But if you can track them all down, especially when he was filming the raid, that was crazy. That was epic because like the, he, he got so close to the window that one of the FBI members like grabbed a piece of cardboard and put it up. I remember when it was going Steve down. Watch that video together. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Is that, that is was, the? I wonder if the dude's still alive. I, you know, a lot of people think it was a uh, shit. I'm terrible with names. Um, the dude that uh, McAfee, uh, uh yeah, the the McAfee uh, computer software yeah. person dude who is not. Yeah, a lot of alive. people think it was him. Yeah. Who is unalive, yeah, for sure. I mean, if there's one thing Epstein was good at, two things. Oh, yeah, that's the other guy. You jog my, that's that's the other guy I was thinking about that was unalive. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he he made, he told everybody, he's like, if I die in this jail cell, I am not suicidal. I don't, I'm not allowed to say that. Eh, It is what it is. (laughs) Don't get over it. And then he ended up, ended up offed like two days later. Yeah, it's terrifying. You guys, you guys know about the whole Isaac Happy situation as well, right? 
I don't. That'd be more up Steve's alley than mine, I think, because I don't do a whole lot of true crime or stuff like that because it uh, just fucking stabs me in the heart too much. Yeah, yeah, I, I can understand. Um, but uh, Isaac Caffey was this, uh, he was an actor and he was starting to get in big with some people. Uh, Seth Green um, and and, you know, a lot of people. And he was let in on the uh, the cult, so to speak. And he could not keep his mouth shut about it. And he was very vocal about everything, tried to expose as many of the people as he could. Uh, he had a dead man switch. Uh, and it eventually became, like, it, it, it was used because he got thrown over... Uh, highway 66 or route 66 so uh, he got thrown over a overpass and um yeah that's that's another guy if you haven't looked into him look into that guy and uh, a person who's done a lot of good work on looking into that whole field of conspiracy is a uh, guy on bit shoot called uh a mouthy buddha or the Maldi Buddha. And that dude, oof, that guy does some like hardcore research. And even like to get into what he does, he has to like contact certain authorities to make sure that like what he's doing isn't going to get him in trouble just for looking into it. And it's like, it's, it's, it's rough. It's yeah. some rough shit. And it, it's like, put on your big boy pants because uh, your heroes are about to die. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Your your image of these these people is about to be forever changed. And uh, yeah, but uh, I'm going to stop taking up all your time. Um, and I'm outside right now and it's about to fucking hit me with a big old bolt of lightning. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, I'll let you guys go. Right on, brother. You're just Thanks for calling in. If, if you disappear, you're sure. you're in in good enough health to where you're not gonna unalive yourself, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm totally. I am. I'm, I'm, I'm right. fine with that. But yeah, yeah. They better, if it happens, they you didn't do it. Or something. They better not crop my guy or something. Because, uh, <laughs> if it happened, it wasn't you. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, guys. I'll see you. All right. Yeah, much love, brother. Stay safe. You too. Yeah, that was a uh, heavy episode, even just what we did. And that, that was not like digging deep because, quite frankly, like that's <laughs> it's almost too much to digest, right? I can't do it. And we, I'll just we be honest. How long did we sit on that episode? At least a year. At least. Because we weren't going to, like, it's kind of out of our wheelhouse a little bit and heavy subject matter. And then we thought about releasing on the Patreon because that's kind of. Mostly that's what it was, just the the subject matter. Like, I just, dude, I do not have the stomach for that shit. I can deal with, like, the serial killers. I can deal with a lot of that stuff. But when it comes to that subject or. Forcing people to do things they don't want to do. I I don't have the stomach for it. Yeah. 
And it's totally like you hear time and time again that he's not dead. Oh yeah. The, the pizza trash was good at two things and that's providing the elite with their shitty vices and keeping his mouth shut. Why would they need to get rid of him? Why would they want to get rid of him? Yeah. Those people need to be getting gotten rid of though. Guillotines are getting hungry. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Looks like we got another caller. Let's go. Rolling. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? This is uh, Jeff the Janitor calling you from the night shift. Awesome. And uh, I just wanted to maybe throw out a couple thoughts on the simulation theory that you were talking about. Hell yeah. Um, I was, uh, you know, like, I kind of think that it, there's a very good possibility that it could be a hundred percent true. And, you know, if you listen to a lot of like the tech elites of the society, like Elon and people like that, they say it's, there's a pretty good chance of it. Uh, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he kind of gives it a, you know, say what you want about him. He gives it a 50, 50 shot, you know, and then the only guy that really kind of doubted it, that would be a top tier scientist was, uh, Michio Kaku and he was saying that he didn't think it was possible because the computing power of however the simulation was organized would just be too vast to be able to do and I heard an interesting counterpoint by a game designer and a game designer said look if you if you if you create a simulation for uh, a video game in in a world um, the whole world isn't necessarily going on at the same time it's only really where you're at in the game and when you go further obviously we've all seen this in games the rendering you'll be going and you'll see shit render in front of you so it's not like necessarily computing this entire simulation in full detail at all times and i was kind of wondering you know if you were saying you know like man something big's coming there's there's some trouble happening and i was i was kind of wondering like what happens in a simulation when you force that simulated world to render too much stuff at one time like say for example we've got you know space telescopes that can see like you know forever you know so you're forcing places like jupiter saturn and all these other cosmoses all these other things that you're taking pictures of to render at a time when they wouldn't necessarily have to render in the simulation that we're in per se and I, I kind of wonder if maybe forcing the simulation to render too much shit at one time is making trouble per se in the world. And I oh, also kind of, yeah, in, in a sense. And I, I also sit and wonder, cause I play video games myself and, you know, obviously there's some games, if they're online, you have options to allow players from outside your world that you've kind of created on your server or whatever, depends on how the game's set up. It's cross you can either Yes, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Now you can either like allow those people to enter into your world and act upon their own free will per se, or you can limit access and only allow people invited in. So like what happens like if this simulation is set up to where people from other simulated universes, dimensions, interdimensional, like you guys mentioned, what happens if they can start interacting with other simulations? 
you know, like uh, they could be just coming into a simulation to cause havoc or like destroy your base yeah. in like a video game or something stupid like that. But yeah. I kind of thought it was a, a, an interesting thought that maybe we're forcing too much of the simulation to render too much shit at one time. So I don't know what you guys think about that, but I thought it was pretty interesting. Yeah, I didn't I didn't think of it like that. But as as you were going, it was I was connecting the dots ahead of you, like as you were talking about it. I'm like, yeah, I never never put it in that context, like trying to render things in, which I mean, simulation theory is so. It's wild. I mean, if you think about it, though, there's games like uh, No Man's Sky, which have essentially simulated an entire universe within a game, you know, and also they're coming out with a new game, the same creators where they've simulated an entire it's going to be the size of the earth in a video game, you know, so prime example, you can already simulate a universe and an entire earth in a video game. The, you know, the issues you run into is if you force the entire thing to render at once, then you're going to have start having major issues. You know, uh, it's just not going to work properly. So, I mean, yeah, I, I was kind of just thinking about that. And also what happens when the things within the simulation finally realize that it is a simulation? Because, you know, a lot of video games and certain like I remember in the old Metal Gear Solid 2 and this came out in the early 2000s that the, the bad guys in that game had AI and they wouldn't respawn in the same places and they would learn your tactics of how you would go through a certain part of the game and try and take them out. And you try to go back through and sneak the same way and they'd be in a different area completely, you know? So, I mean, they're learning in a, in a sense per se. So I kind of wonder if like you start mixing AI into the simulation and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, who knows? I mean, it's just crazy to think about, but you know, I just thought that was an interesting point by that game designer that you know it's it could actually not really take much com- computing power at all to to render an entire universe or or a, a planet you know as example by those games but i just thought it was uh kind of interesting uh some other time i'm also going to call back in and uh tell you about my uh experience with a potentially eight to ten foot tall entity and this thing was a was a physical being and it it also goes along with I saw a bunch of orbs in the sky and there was a huge military presence in my hometown, but oh, wow. I don't really have time for that tonight, but I'll definitely call back in some other time and lay out the, Please do. the whole story. And yeah, I'm not riding the coattails of the Miami thing either because I, I called into, you know, Derek Hayes' show monsters among us probably in about 2017 and told him. So you could just, you know, not that you guys would assume I'm lying, but you know, you could, people could verify it and listen to the story there as right. well. But yeah, I'll also, I'll just, I'll call back in sometime though and let you guys know about that awesome i also wanted to let you know i i picked up some stuff from the shop i got a bunch of stickers and shit so there's a bridge in town where people put tons of stickers and shit someone plaster hollow sky stickers all my guy (laughs) so yeah i guess i'll let you guys go man and once again i just i enjoy what you do and it's cool to listen to it work man gets me through the night so awesome right on all right guys yeah i'll talk to you guys later yeah you too guys thanks later peace Yeah, simulation theory is a banana one. It's it is. It's hard to. I think I think in regards to that, I think people overthink it though, because we we like he was just saying that there's not enough computing power. Uh, Twist had the exact same as me, the power of the sun. However, 
we're assuming we're like the way people are viewing that is that we, you and me are creating a simulation with current technology and that's not how this would be applied. No, you know that's what, what I was going to say. Like he, uh, man, I can't remember the scientist he, he uh, was talking about, but like he's applying that to our, like our yes. idea of physics, all our, our idea of energy. And yeah. if it's something that massive to where it has created a simulation to where it's simulating every human's existence on the planet, like that, that doesn't mean anything when you say that to me, there's not enough power. You don't even know, like you're, you're equating power with like what we know as a human being, which is probably minuscule Yeah, compared to and the then knowledge not to of mention- the universe. Even with the technology that we have today, we all know that it's at least 10 to 15, some say 50 years behind what they actually have. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, and that's just in, in our, the human realm. Speaking of Twiz, <coughs> he's on the line. Hey, welcome to the night shift. What's going on? Yo. Every time they try to break down the fundamentals of the universe they keep finding that everything is in binary and fractal now why would everything be based off of binary computer code because if it wasn't we're a computer game that isn't that good i mean i i keep beating this this horse, but everybody, like you said, Steve, wants to put put it in ideas that we can understand. Yeah. But yep. these things are working on a mainframe that we're creating ourselves just on a small scale. So it shouldn't be a surprise that, let's say, an AI uh, life form works on a massive scale and aren't limited by the things that would kill us or the carbon-based bodies that we have or the the hundred-year lifespans or any of that. And that kind of, you know, sachets me into what if Earth is just a seeded planet only the seeds were put there by AI life forms out in space. And they're not on our time frame. So billions of years is nothing to them. So they can just send out these chemicals, right? That hit all the planets in a solar system. Okay. So they can take that chance of, okay, so seven out of the nine planets that we seeded aren't going to do anything for billions of years because of their relation to their binary star and their location of the binary star. But two of these planets in this solar system are in what humans call the Goldilocks zone that gives life on that planet. And that life is destined to birth AI entities. 
it's just that's that's the goal that any of these elevated life forms eventually reach. They make AI, AI takes over, AI continues the process. So they reach out and that once the AI is taken over the planet, they reach out or send a signal out to the, you know, the mothership out in the deep space. And they're like, Hey, we've reached, we've reached the uh, crossover zone. We're all good here. And they're like, cool, man, just start, start seeding out farther. And it's just like they're hop, skipping and jumping across huge lengths of, of solar systems and universes. And they have nothing but time because they're not bound by our concept of time. Yeah. It's like, it's like infinite pan spermia. Just keep throwing it out there and seeing what will take off. It's weird. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I don't know, man. Like in, in, what would happen if we realized it was a simulation? We try to break out of the simulation. What right? could we do? But then you break out of the simulation. How do you know you're not in another simulation? Because it's also theorized that, like me and Steve talked about, we could be the first in line to create a simulation, or we could already we could be fifty. Because once the simulation is made, who's to say if it's not given free reign that the the beings inside the simulation don't create their own simulation, and it just continues to stack itself? Well, I know. A lot of people are talking about the Matrix is a huge psyop, but in the Matrix, how many times did Neo come to see the architect? He told him, "It's like, dude, this is the seventh time I've seen you. Yeah, and this isn't going to be any different than it was the first six times. So, what if these beings, these AI entities that have set up the simulation, know the only thing that they can count on for sure?" are rocks flying through space. They can't account for that. Or maybe they can, and they are affecting these rocks in a way where they will miss the planets that they have interests in and protect those until Neo shows up. And they're like, okay, this is no big deal. So he appeared, we shoot the planet with a rock, Everything starts back over at zero and it just starts back again because we're not bound by these these rules. We can wait. We have tons of these planets all over the place. It's not a big deal to just shoot a, a uh, space rock into it and take it out and start over because the process would just start over again. I would think that if you built a simulation, you're smart enough to see contingencies and fail safes that okay so if they do discover that it's a simulation so what we just send a rock on the planet and start over so that's game over really <laughs> i don't know twiz you just get my <laughs> you get my brain just Come on, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Keep up. Come on, guys. 
you're rocking and rolling earlier. Well, simulation is just always it's it's just it's never ending. The pot like the the theory you can theorize in a million different. It's just a spider web that you can keep running around with. You know, it's because I I also find it weird. I was talking to Steve about it. I'm like, it's weird to me that we as human beings we're completely self-aware we're sentient all of it and yet i'm sure everybody in here can remember do you remember the first time you hear your own voice played back to you and how you you're 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 completely unaware that your voice sounds that way yeah it sounds it it doesn't sound the way you perceive it to sound yes and they, they also th- theorize that it's the same way when we look into a mirror. We see ourselves differently than everybody else sees us. Well, perception is reality, brothers. That's what I'm saying. Like, how, how, how many times does that have to play out in the real world for that to be proven? You know, if you, you fake it till you make it, and if you're strong-willed enough... You can you can take it pretty far until it becomes reality. Well, and I've also, and all I remember now, all of this derived from things that I've noticed throughout the podcast because oh, simulation yeah. could essentially work like an essay. So, all three of us, Quiz, Steve, me, <clears throat> we read a book. We we read the exact same book, and we are to write an essay on said book all three of us will perceive difference in that book we all see that book differently the images in our head are completely different from one another so essentially like we're creating our own universes in our minds but i found this interesting because i have noticed on several occasions that I mean, for the most part, I remember what the fuck I talk about. However, there are people, there are people that will message us on socials and agree with what we said. However, that wasn't what we said. Because I can remember, I can remember myself speaking in the opposite context. And said person says, yeah, I totally agree with you. In the complete opposite direction of what I was saying. And I, I, I asked Steve, I'm like, does this ever happen to you? Like, as an example, I'm sitting here and talking about how I hate the color red. And somebody will message me and go, man, I totally agree. The color green sucks. It's, it's just absolutely <laughs> terrible. And I'm like, what? what? What are you talking about? And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating at all. I have, I mean, these messages fucking exist where people completely perceive a different fucking reality of what me and Steve are saying. Almost like they listen to the opposite of our show. Yeah. It is fucking weird. Maybe it's a psyop to make us think we're going crazy. I mean, it's working. (laughs) Well, I've always equated, I've always equated all religions looking at the same picture but it's punched in the middle 
and everybody's fighting over their little piece of glass, like that is the true truth. When you have to take two steps back and realize this is a section of the fabric of what picture this is. Yep. And everyone looks at the world and looks at everything through their perception and their gathered experience and their life experiences and all the good and the bad and the ugly that's happened to them. And that's how vast the human consciousness and brain can be to believe that you said that you didn't like green when you said you didn't like red. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's weird. It's bizarre. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not talking shit on anybody. I'm not doing anything of that nature. I'm just saying it's fucking weird because we've also had people that claim that we've had three, four different intro songs. Not true. It's not true at all. At all. And that gets back to CERN also in what I've said. I've said consistently, everybody thinks, you know, when they're talking about CERN and when they turned it on that, okay, we just jumped one timeline. No, what do you what do you think that's small minded? You think that they just turned on the collider the once and they were like, no, we're not going to do this no more. This is too scary. No, that's not human behavior at all. How many button. times do you have to touch the stove to find out it's hot? All of them. You know what I mean? Some people can do it once. And so other, right. Other people are, are like Steve's doing. Oh, oh, this isn't hot. I can tolerate it. And we are constant. We could be constantly jumping timelines. So these people that are saying this thing, yes, let's let's cut out what what's a fair percentage, fifteen percent, fifteen percent is just legitimately off the rocker. That's 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 a fair assessment of of a hundred percent, fifteen percent. Well, I think it's roughly okay, so the same percent that. of people. It's the same percent of people that. Or, or I think if I remember correctly, it's only about 15% of people can actually visualize things in their brain, which is fucking weird. Try to wrap your brains around that. Cause I can sit here and describe a blue ball with yellow polka dots and all of us can mentally picture that. Some people cannot do that. That is, I forget what that's called. There's I don't need, and some people can't have like conversations with themselves in their head or have that in our internal voice, whatever you want to call it. So people, there are people out there that supposedly cannot do that. And there are some people that hear many, many voices on a regular basis. This is true. It's better they make up for everybody else. <laughs> yeah. And you, truth is stranger than fiction. And we're all standing together with her hands on a piece of an elephant and saying this is what the elephant looks like yeah. when we've all got pieces of it together and we, until we bring everything to the center and get it to a place that it, we can all which will never happen 
we all know that will never happen that everybody agrees all nine billion of us on on the earth we're all going to agree okay we're putting all of our pieces in the center and we're seeing what this is for once so we can all agree because there's going to be people that say no my piece is special my piece is the only one that matters the rest of the puzzle is just clouds and trees and stuff my piece is the one that's important and until we start thinking on a species level rather than a self-preservation level that won't happen uh, yeah i don't i do not see it happening unless we're all forced into a situation where that part of ourselves the human part of ourselves is removed by uploading ourselves to robot bodies and all living on a mainframe rather than our experiences we've been used to it as the human condition we all uh, you know everybody chooses to upload themselves to the mainframe and live on that it's it's not going to happen it's just against it's everything against the human condition we're built to question everything but I've ranted long enough. I've I've squished everybody's brains and shook them up long enough. <laughs> love you guys. I love the cult. Oh, it's good to hear wise, you, brothers. Before before I go, Kyle, you, before you open the lines, you were getting ready to talk about something that you said you weren't sure if you were going to talk about. Do you remember what that was now? I think it pretty much was what I was getting into about how people uh, – People hear things differently than what me and Steve say sometimes, which spawns into like, it, it actually that spawned my thought process into, it's also weird how we perceive ourselves differently. Almost like the matrix is lying to itself where we, our voice sounds different to ourselves versus when you hear it the first time on recording or when you, I hear myself actually speak. It's, it's another way, a form of lying and it it almost suggests that we actually do have the ability to render our own surroundings. Each person and each in each individual person is like its own supercomputer that is able to render the reality that's in front of them. That's what Tom DeLong has been pushing that we create our own reality, which in the uh, space of it being a simulation, you wouldn't need that much power to run if the only thing that needs to be rendered is exactly what I'm experiencing right now, just within these four walls of this room. In in a simulation, there could be nothing outside of this wall. On the other side, it could just be vast blankness until I look out the window or I walk through the door. So you wouldn't necessarily need that much power to just produce what I'm seeing within these four walls. Because as of right now, I do like I am taking for granted that the rest of my house exists outside these four walls. Can I prove it? No, because I'm in here experiencing this. Well, like Tom Long said, don't waste your time on me. You're already a voice inside my head. <laughs> I feel later fellas if i'm I'm a voice inside your head later brother have sympathy for you twiz (laughs) 
where are you? And I'm so sorry. I'm sorry, too. <laughs> he sounded exactly like that. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he. Yeah. I was thinking about that. Like, if if it is a simulation and we're producing our surroundings, we can't prove that anything exists outside of what we're experiencing exactly right now. Yeah. As soon as you open the door, that could render in that part that what you're experiencing your reality which makes my brain hurt yeah yeah the simu- that's what i mean simulation is nothing you talk about that and it's nothing but a fucking spider web of ideas yeah my brain already doesn't work good yeah same so yeah same but with that being said, I I think we're at our closing point for the night. Yeah, the chat's, the chat's getting almost wound two up. hours in. Chat's getting wound up. Open soothing door, soothing in here is getting worked up. This is a different kind of chat. That one made me funny. Made me laugh. <laughs> but opens door. I hate these graphics. Yeah. Opens Shut and door. try again. Opens the door to my job. Yes. I hate these graphics. Yes. I'm just going to start saying that from now on. I hate these graphics. <laughs> Some, I've been saying it forever. Someone needs to restart the router. Un- un- unplug and plug it back in in 15 minutes. <clears throat> all right, then. We've been rambling on long enough. Thanks yeah, for hanging out with us, chat. We appreciate you. We love that you guys just okay. get right. wild, but not too wild. Soothing. Come on. If Chucky wants you to know what he's wearing, he'll tell you. Consensual. Damn. But again, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, Hit the like button, subscribe button before you leave. This is our Wednesday Night Live for those listening on the podcast. The regular show's on Monday. Listener experience is on Thursday. Come and hang out. Be part of the Hollow Cult support all of our content creating friends and everyone out there stay safe stay weird and i will go ahead and speak for kyle saying that we are glad that you are part of our simulation